And MLM Rebel is a new breed of network marketer, smarter, truly independent, and free. MLM Rebels wage war against the soul-sucking corporate world and against network groups who would rather preserve doctrine than helping people get results. MLM Rebels recognize when the world changes and changes with it. MLM Rebels don't believe in duplicating things that no longer work and would rather work without a safety net than within the confines of one. MLM Rebels are only involved in opportunities that give everyone an equal playing field instead of a top-heavy one. We don't care about the sacred cows of MLM, we don't care about the industry, and we do not care about the way it's always been done. We care about people following their gut. We care about people being able to quit their jobs now. We care about people being with their family instead of their boss every day. We care about people being with their family instead of their team all day. We care about people living free. We believe a truly free networker has multiple streams of income. We believe a truly free networker's creativity isn't shackled by their company's contract. We believe a truly free network marketer actually knows how to market and that they run their business like a real business. MLM Rebels prioritize faith, family, business, sacrifice sacred cows, build their own empires, never rebel against each other, and change the world. MLM Rebels know they are not confined by doctrine, not stifled by the past, and know they are one business away. My name is Zach Spear, and welcome to MLM Rebels. Hey everyone, Zach here. Hopefully you have an amazing day. Welcome to another episode of MLM Rebels. I am excited to spend a little bit of time with you guys here today talking about selling your products, your actual company's products, and doing it in a way that is... Uh, cool, uh, accepted, and actually works. You know, who knew? Um, I was, uh, <laughs> oh my gosh, funny story. So uh, if you're if you're on our email list or you've been just listening to the last few episodes, we're running a promotion right now for the uh, MLM Rebels Blueprint. And um, it's almost tapped out, by the way. I haven't added up the numbers, um, but it's like really close to tapped out. So if you want it, you should go get it. Um, it's MLMRebelsBlueprint.com. Um, but we've been running that promotion, and uh, it's literally like the promotion is is how to build your business without stalking friends and family, without spamming people. You know, you guys kind of know the thing. You know, like it's without spamming people. It's without spamming people on Facebook or Instagram or, or digging up your high school yearbook or, you know, cold contact and your cold calling. It's without doing any of that stuff. That's literally what this is about. <laughs> and I literally have had... I. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I had someone reply to uh, to the campaign, and it was like just straight up, just like spear chuck. Like <laughs> they replied to one of these emails promoting the blueprint, and it was like, "You need to check out this super hot opportunity. Don't get left behind. Lots of bigwigs like you are getting in on the ground floor. You know, uh, watch this video." And it was like, "Dude, have you read anything that we've put out there?" I'm not going to read the actual email because um, number one, I'm not inside, but number two. I don't want to like just completely ruin this person's ego, but um, unbelievable! Like this is the exact opposite thing of what we of what we preach. <laughs> like, like the antithesis of it. Um, I would never respond to it. And what's super sad is that I actually did click on it just because I'm curious. And it's a pretty cool looking like opportunity, but I will never ever ever do it through that person ever. Um, if I wanted to do the business, I would literally go. I would go around them. Like, that is the stupidest thing I've ever seen in my life. Um, <laughs> so dumb. So, uh, anyway, I probably shouldn't get on that big of a rant, but it doesn't matter. Um, don't do that. If, uh, if, you, if you're trying to attract, you know, it, what someone, it, like, who, someone in your mind is a big wig, quote-unquote, like, that's not, that's the exact not way how to do it. Like, that's not how you attract someone to your team, um, especially if you think they're a big wig. You don't spam them a link and, uh, and hope that they get in. That's not going to work. Um, 
<clears throat> okay, so so uh, selling products. You know, we were, we were sitting on the couch last night with Ashley. We were we've been just we've been kind of going crazy the past week. Um, just you know, I, I've been having a lot of just. Uh, revelations of how much we actually want to contribute to the world, how much we want to grow and, and, and stuff like that. And so we've been really wanting to put the afterburners on um, in our business. So we've been really going crazy this past week. And um, we're sitting on the couch, we're kind of relaxing. And we um, we probably shouldn't be saying all this, but it's so funny. I just can't help myself. Um, we, uh, we're chatting with uh, a couple that was cross-lined to us in our last business. And we were always about the same size of business. Um, at one point, they pulled ahead of us, and we never quite caught them. And then, um, you know, we kind of always had a suspicion that, you know, they were being pressured by their upline to kind of inflate their business artificially by, you know, having their team buy extra products that they didn't need and all that kind of stuff. And uh, long story short, we ended up both kind of exiting the business. We exited the business for different reasons. We wanted to kind of reshape this industry, and they just wanted to, you know, kind of get out of that uh, the that kind of world altogether, at least for now. And um, uh, they had a much more negative experience than we did. They, were, yeah, their upline wasn't wasn't the greatest for sure. And um, we we well, so we shared a we shared a really big common upline, but like their like immediate upline is what I'm referring to. Um, and uh, Oh, what am I talking about here? Oh, so after after like you know we kind of exited and we both you know we both end up leaving leaving the business. They know what we do now, of course, but um, but they do something different. And uh, and we were chatting and stuff, and they're like, hey, um, you know, they're just kind of like letting us know, like, hey, we uh, our our business is going into a big qualification phase, like our our previous network marketing, you know, the MLM I'm referring to, like that business, that line of sponsorship is going into like a semi big qualification thing. And um, I was like, oh, that's awesome. Like, like you guys can get, like, basically, you're going to get paid for, you know, being gone. Like, yeah, we're going to probably make a few grand this month. It's, you know, it's pretty sweet. Um, you know, we just got to basically do our, like, minimum volume, and we're going to get the check. It's like, dude, that's amazing. Like, I'm really pumped for you. Like, yeah. Like, so, like, you, so you obviously, you know, when you were in the business, you know, you, you hit some pretty good levels um, at one point. Like, you know, you probably did pretty good. And they're like, um actually not really and then that's kind of when it came out that they like you know were kind of you know pressured by their immediate upline to do a lot of artificial inflating and essentially they 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 broke even or lost money even though they were generating you know uh thousands i I think one month i mean they were between like three and ten grand a month um but they still like you know broke even or lost money just because of the the way that they were being kind of told to run their business it was really quite quite sad um um, but like I said, like we shared a common upline. I've referred to him in the past; he was great. Uh, but they had a intermediary in between, and that was the kind of that was the kind of the bad pressure point. And um, they kind of told me like, yeah, a lot of that was a little bit artificial and stuff. And I was like, but you know, now like you're you're, t- you're like you're not incurring any of the expenses of the business. Like you're like you're just taking the money. And you're just kind of you know getting you're, you're you're reaping the seeds of your past. And he's like, yeah, I'm like, dude, that's amazing. It's so cool. And um, so they're <laughs> so they're doing that. And so. Um, so we t- so that was a month ago, um, and now it's like the end. Or j- yesterday was the end of January, and uh, and Ashley texted uh, texted the gal, and she's like, "Hey, um, you know, how's your how's your volume this month? You need us to transfer you any volume to put you back over your qualification." We're totally joking. We would never ever do that because um, it would hurt our hurt the business we left behind. Um, and so, <laughs> total joke. Um, but uh, but she's like no, just you know, haha. That's funny. Actually, we didn't even break one uh, one eighth of our volume from last month. One eighth. Um, so basically, what that means is um, 
the previous month when they like hit that bigger qualification, you know, the, the people that were still active in that business were pushing to hit a qualification point. And, uh, we just know from being in that, in that environment for a long time that it was very much focused on a lot of personal use people not really selling a whole lot of stuff um to people that actually like were they were they they weren't like selling things for the sake of adding value to their lives they were basically begging and pleading people in the network to buy stuff that was number one number two what was most likely more happening is just people you know buying lots of things for themselves personally in order to like quote unquote use them as samples in the future uh, or just stash them in a closet for a hundred years um that's usually what happened and uh and for the volume to literally be cut in half by an eighth uh, the following month means that everyone's recovering. They're recovering from, like, they're recovering their finances. Um, they've probably, probably way overspent on personal use products. Uh, they probably totally tapped out their, their war market, like, you know, trying to get people to buy their stuff. Um, and I was like, I was telling Ashley, I was like, we're on this, now we're like, that, that was the backstory. And we're on the couch. I was like, I, I don't understand, like, why why people try so hard to get like their friends to buy their little like skin cream or essential oil or you know whatever their whatever their MLM product is like why do you try so hard to do that because in most cases the person that you're selling to doesn't they're not in your target market they're not the actual customer that you want so the person if they do buy it they're they're buying it to support you and they're probably not going to continue for very long and let's say you sell them 100 bucks worth of stuff at most, you're going to make fifteen to thirty dollars. You're going to make fifteen to thirty bucks off of a hundred dollar sale, and it's not something that person really actually wanted. You're probably not adding a lot of value to their life. They're just adding value to yours by supporting you in your venture. I'm like, I would rather just give, just, just ask your friend for fifteen bucks. Like, hey, can I have fifteen bucks? We'll bypass this whole product thing and uh, <laughs> get the same money. Just you know, uh, they save eighty five dollars, and uh, <laughs> oh my gosh, it's kind of a joke, but. Uh, well, all of it's all of it's a joke um, and in good fun, um, but it just is what it is. But the point is, like, <laughs> the point is, like, what we're taught in re- traditional network marketing is to basically give people things, like, have like have people buy things, have them buy your products that don't actually add value to their lives. And um, now, now, again, I've told you this before: the team that we came from, like the actual, like the upline that I was associated with primarily what we taught our team all that kind of stuff um like what what we were taught from our upline for the most part was make sure that you're adding value to people's lives like we really did have that and i i've referenced his uh positive impact on our life before in a lot of ways but what i saw in the general landscape and what i still see in the general landscape of network marketing is just sell your product to your network and it doesn't really matter if they want it that much just like go get the volume and um of course we tell ourselves like we're adding value to their lives and all these things but like really does everybody in the world need you know one of our companies like fancy health products no definitely not if you're making forty thousand dollars a year you should not be spending four hundred dollars a month on these little health juices right that's just called stupid um, you should be buying personal development things and making more money. Um, you should be, if you're in network marketing, you should be doing your minimum volume, but you should be doing the stuff that's like the cl- very closest to stuff that you could actually, actually need, right? Or better yet, you go and do what I'm about to tell you and go sell your volume to people that actually want it. So the first problem in tradition, traditional network marketing is that people don't sell things to people in their target market. Meaning, if you are selling, I'm going to give the example of one of our products in our company is like a filtration water bottle okay 
it's like a it's like for like survival nerds um or those that want to drink clean water uh i'm not going to try to sell that to everyone in the world you know it for what it is it's it, it's kind of well not for what it is it's it's not true. For a water bottle, it's pricey. Okay, for a filtration thingy, you know, is it pricey? Not really. But for if you're just gonna, if you just need a container that you can take with you that holds water, it's expensive for sure. I'm not going to try to sell that to every single pe- person that comes across my path. Hey, what's up, dude? Hey, John. Hey, John. Come here. Come here. Come here. Hey, 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 hey. You want to know? You want to know something? You need this water bottle, bro. Or every time someone compliments you at a Starbucks, the way to compliment yesterday, we're sitting at Starbucks, the water bottle's on the table because it kind of looks pretty sweet. There's a filter inside, everything like that, see-through. Someone's like, that's a great water bottle. Oh, I'm glad you thought so, man. Hey, come here, come here, come here. You want to buy it? You want to buy my water bottle? It's going to be so great. It's only $550. It's not 500 bucks. I'm just joking. But like, you're just pouncing on people. Hey, man, what's up? Um, that's like so backwards to what actual sales is. Actual sales is finding a need that people actually want and filling it. You know how you find a need? You d- identify your target market. You know how you find a d- identify a target market? You rack the shotgun. If you ever never heard the term rack the shotgun? It's by a guy named Perry Marshall. He's a, uh, probably the godfather of Google AdWords. Um, he is, I would consider him a copywriting mentor of mine. Um, where I, I'm, I feel very blessed to be on a first-name basis with him. Um, I feel like super excited because uh, we, we had him on a podcast, and then we added value to his life, and now, you know, he doesn't really, like, take it, it's not like he's taking us under his wing or anything like that, but, um, like, he invites us to, like, we just feel super blessed, um, and so, Perry Marshall talks about racking the shotgun, and what that means is, he gives a story of, <clears throat> if, if you're in, if you're in a bar, okay, if you, like, go, uh, I'm not going to, kill us all. I'm, I'm totally going to butcher his analogy, by the way. So go look up Rack the Shotgun if you want to know the real thing. But like you, you, the guy goes, a guy goes into a bar and, and he, uh, and he sits down at a table and, and he, and he goes, he racks the shotgun. And obviously everyone hears it, right? People are like, Oh, they, they hear the shotgun rack. And, and some of them turn around and some of them don't. The people that turn around are the people that he knows, okay, these are the fighters. These are the ones that I'm going to have to worry about because they just noticed the sound. Not everyone's going to notice that in a loud bar, but the ones that did notice it, these are the ones, these are the fighters, these are the ones I got to worry about. He, they take their pool of people and you shrink it down. So the first thing you do is you rack your shotgun. You figure out who is going to listen to me about my water bottle. That's number one. So typically what you have to do is you have to blast out a bunch of stuff out there and then find the people that are interested. So, so you know, maybe in an old school fashion, if the, if the guy at Starbucks you know, uh, says, hey, cool water bottle, he might actually have passed the rack the shotgun test because he's, he noticed it. Hey, cool water bottle. Hey, thanks, man. Appreciate it. Are you into survival gear? Maybe I can, now I can dig a little bit. Right, now I can, I can rack it again. Are you really interested? Or you just give me a nice compliment, right? I can rack it again. Now, I'm not going to talk about, to you about anything old school right now, but that would be like an additional shotgun rack. So the first thing I do is rack the shotgun. That would come in the form of new school stuff as putting content out there or advertising or, um, uh, or um, uh, putting, uh, putting stuff out there through influencers, putting information out there and seeing who bites. That's racking the shotgun. That's also called someone opting in for something or maybe just clicking on a post, reading a blog, watching a video, etc. That's when you have your people that notice you. The next thing you need to do is convert the interest into a sale. 
You do that through a sales funnel. As you know, this is all about using sales funnels for, for network marketing. So uh, right now, we're actually going to be building a... Um, a, uh, a product funnel selling our company's products because like one of the worst things on the planet is getting someone interested in your product like your MLM product and then sending them to um, uh, like to the company website because those company websites like they're built for back end um, reliability they're not built to actually convert a sale like they're literally the worst things at converting sales in the world so if you're going to take a sale old school just take the money and go place the order yourself don't ever send one of your prospects to a website especially your company's website. They're all horrible <clears throat> for converting sales. So what we need to do is we need to make a proper sales funnel to sell the product and we're going to go input the sale ourselves into our company's system. We can hire a $5 an hour assistant to do that. Um, it's very, very simple if you do this at scale. So we're going to be building a brand new sales funnel to sell these, uh, to sell some of our company's products. We're actually going to start with this water bottle. That's why I use it as an example. What I would personally do to sell this product is build um, build something like uh, a free plus shipping type funnel. Now, obviously, I'm not going to give the bottle away for free because I would get gouged in you know at every, at every single sale. But if you think of the format of a free plus shipping funnel, essentially what it is is you have a video and a two-step order form, and the video says, "Hey." Uh, it says, hey, this is who I am, this is what I've got, and this is how you get it for free, and this is why I'm going to give it to you for free, okay? You have the video, it tells them those things, the order form is right there on the other side of the page, they enter in their shipping address, shipping address, credit card information, and then there's a place for an upsell where you click a little box and it says, click this box if you want to get this special thing, one-time offer only. They click yes or no, they finish the order. The next page is some sort of an upsell. The upsell is always the next thing that's most logical for them. So for instance, if you've ever been through our free plus, shop, free plus shipping uh, script funnel, you know that we, we give out a old school network marketing phone script. People can buy the phone script. The order bump or the little checkbox that they check is the next thing. What's the next thing that you could logically think of for a phone script? It's recorded versions of the phone script. It's me talking on the phone. It's my side of the phone talking on the phone. That's the next logical thing. So that is the order bump. That gets like an 18% increase, uh, 18% take rate. Then, then they go to an upsell page. What's the next logical thing? If I'm, okay, now I've got a phone script to use on my warm market. What's the next logical thing that I need? I probably need to know how to talk to people in the cold market. So we offer instant cold contacting hacks. Beautiful. My warm list is gone. Now I know how to, pe- to deal with people in the cold market. That's a 30% take rate. <clears throat> the next thing in our funnel is, well, let's think about this logically. I know how to do, deal with my warm market. I know how to deal with my cold market. I've got a bunch of people getting in my team. What do I do now? Well, I need to keep them in. So the next upsell is retention. Perfect retention secrets. That's our last upsell. That's a 6% take rate, which is basically perfectly in line with uh, what the person who thought of this funnel teaches. It's, the reason it works is because it's taking the next logical step in your mind. So if I'm going to sell my water bottle in a free plus shipping format, basically what I'm referring to is the funnel format, not necessarily a free plus shipping format. We'll probably do a straight up sale on the front end and then the back ends will you know, get progressive. So I'll probably do like a, hey, here's who I am. Uh, this is why I want to get, this is why I want you to have this. This is how you get it. Go to the side and put, put in your order. And uh, they'll, you know, do their their uh, their name, their address, and they'll, you know, fill out the credit card information. Then the checkbox will be something logical. Okay, what's the what's the most logical thing for the water bottle with a filter in it? 
more filters, right? I mean, it's pretty like, duh, okay, cool. I'll get more filters. Like, you know, check this box if you want to get an additional filter for your water bottle so that, you know, you never die. I, obviously, I would never say that. But so for whatever reason, right, they click the checkbox and they hit next step. Then they hit the first upsell. What's the next logical step? Okay, now my water's clean. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna die from you know from you know drinking poopy water when I'm out on the go. What's the next logical thing? I don't know. May, I mean, I'm, I'm literally thinking this as, as I'm saying it, but maybe it's the home water filtration system that we've got, right? I mean, that's obviously a massive upsell, but maybe it's the home water filtration system. Maybe it's the air f- filtration system. You know, you're not gonna die from your water now, but what about all that crazy crap in your air? What if that's gonna you know come kill you? Maybe that's the next uh, logical thing. Maybe I throw in an upsell that's not even related to my company, but that makes sense. You know, what if I target this towards survival type people? I'm not targeting this towards, you know, the regular Joe that just wants clean water. I'm tar- what if I target this towards people that are like the preppers, you know, they're, they're prepping for the impending apocalypse. And I'm like, hey, you know, what if you have to drink swamp water? Make sure you get this water bottle, get extra filters. What's the next thing that you might need? Well, the next thing you might need is um, this super duper utility knife, Right whatever, but it's the next logical thing in their mind. That would be my next upsell. Then I would probably do one more upsell with that next logical thing in their mind. And this type of a funnel allows you to put multiple upsells in place without like basically making people mad because you can do the first sale, which is what they were there for. The little bump offer or the click checkbox offer is like a little hidden way to get one, to sneak one more upsell in there without making them angry. And it's adding value to them because they probably want it. Right, and then you've got the other two upsells, and they make logical sense. So this is a really, really good funnel for making a, a, a lot of money. Um, an average order value go way, way up because you can have so many opportunities to give them more things that they actually want without making them feel like you're, you're, you know, like punching them in the face with a sales letter. Is this making sense? So what I would do if I was, um, if I was in your position, or I am in your position. Of wanting to sell more products, I would make a really legitimate product sales funnel and um, and structure it the way that I kind of just described. Get your hands into the sales funnels. Really understand how they work. Why do they work? And, um, and uh, I would all day, all day, even if I was building the business old school, I would all day rather build one sales funnel for some products. And even if I was building it old school, I'd rather send people to... Um, chicagowaterfilters.com you know my made up url just now i'd rather send people to chicagowaterfilters.com and have them go through the funnel i just described than me trying to sell them in person on a on a water bottle so even if you're building an old school you can still do this and um uh, like i said we're gonna be building this for ourselves um we uh are actually going to be giving the walkthrough away to some people that took advantage of a previous offer so that's me pretty sweet and then once uh maybe once we're all done building it or maybe i don't know maybe we'll uh if you guys are interested in it, you know, just let me know, and uh, maybe uh, we can figure out a way where we, where you guys can follow along as we build it, and uh, something like something like that. Well, anyway, it was amazing spending time with all of you today, and um, appreciate you listening. And we'll talk to you all soon, and see you in the next episode. Thanks.